Welcome to Faith Baptist Church, Great Village, where we believe in the truth of the gospel, building of community, and engaging in the mission of Christ. We hope you enjoy this week's message as our pastors share from God's Word. Uh, one man's trash, another man's treasure, right? Or you could say gift and garbage. Okay, you're with me. All right. Merry Christmas, everyone. My name's Josh. If you're visiting here, I'm one of the pastors here with Faith Baptist Church. It's so great to have you. Isn't this a good night to celebrate? Praise God. Christmas Eve. It's here. It's finally here. Steve, you're right. Christmas Eve is here. You know what always catches my eye the week of Christmas? Maybe it does yours too. After Christmas morning, there is going to be a ton of garbage at the end of everyone's driveway. Let me tell you what you're going to see. Here's what you're going to see this week. After tomorrow morning, the end of your neighbor's driveway, there will be, I promise you, a big box that the new TV came in. There will also be bags of torn wrapping paper that the crows are picking through and are blowing across the road into the ditch. There's going to be last year's toys and the old furniture that's been replaced by all the new presents. Isn't that how we celebrate Christmas here in Atlanta, Canada? We know we're so materialistic, but we like the gifts, don't we? Don't you like the gifts? Okay, you're with me? <laughs> um, I think the Grinch said it best, so I would like to quote, quote him. And when I say the Grinch, I mean Jim Carrey's version of the Grinch, because that's the best Grinch there is. Am I right? Okay, so we got a quote from the Grinch up here. He's, this is the point in the movie where he snaps and he just loses it and he starts condemning all of Whoville for their materialism at Christmas time, all the gifts, all of the festivities, all of the who pudding. You remember that? And he says, he says this line right here. I love it. He says, that's what it's all about, isn't it? That's what it's always been about. Gifts, gifts. Gifts, 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 gifts. Do you want to know what happens to your gifts? They all come to me in your garbage. In your garbage. You remember that line? And then he starts talking about all the neckties he's found in the garbage, all the terrible Christmas neckties. And he talks about how that little girl wants a pony for Christmas. And then the, the pony turns into glue, you know? And he's talking about this because he lives at the top of Mount Crumpet where they send all the garbage to dump it. He lives in the garbage heap. He's talking about all of their materialism and how Christmas has come so far away from what it was meant to be onto all of the stuff. But we like the stuff, don't we? I, I've been laughing with my wife, Elsie, as we've been doing Christmas shopping this year because so often we'll see a gift that we think the kids like and then we'll have this conversation. Yes, but how long is it going to last? Until the batteries are dead? Until it breaks? Until it wears out? Until the kids are bored with it? Until the new model comes out? Until they're done with it and it doesn't get used anymore and it's just clutter? And then we send it out to the curb or we put it on Facebook Marketplace? How long? Do you ask yourself that question? <laughs> Did you know there is a place that will take your garbage... This is a real thing. I'm not kidding you tonight. 
There is a place that will take your garbage, and in exchange for your garbage, they will give you a valuable gift. Did you know this? Now, you might be thinking of Kijiji or Facebook Marketplace, but let's, let's take it way back. Let's go old school. Do you remember the old redemption centers? There's still a lot of them around. The bottle exchanges? You know what I'm talking about? When I was a kid, we would gather all the pop cans and we would store them under the deck behind the house. My dad had a trap door built in the lattice and all year we would throw them under there and then one day in the summer, the kids got the exciting job of pulling out all the rotten pop cans and counting them so that we could go to the bottle exchange, get loads and loads and loads of cash and blow it on the way home on freezies. It was the best experience right? Did you know these places exist? I recently discovered the world of scrap metal. You haven't been living until you found the world of scrap metal. Did you know people will take your scrap metal junk and give you money? Did you know this? Your old appliances, the old lawnmower, you can turn it in for cold hard cash. I'm not kidding you tonight. A few years ago, we took a broken trampoline frame, all rusted and decrepit and bent, not usable, and we got 30 bucks. That's at least enough to get a Happy Meal. <laughs> now, we didn't bring you here tonight to talk about reducing and reusing and recycling, although we should save the environment, shouldn't we? Shouldn't we treat our environment with respect, this great creation that God has given us? Like when you're driving down the road, please think twice before throwing your Tim Hortons cup out the window. Um, there must be somebody who orders the same regular coffee and drives by my house and throws it in the same spot in the ditch every single time. I'm thinking I'm going to put up a garbage can with a Target with the Tim Hortons logo. I think that'd be fun. Just see if they could hit it. But I do want to talk about this idea of redemption centers tonight. This idea that there is a place that will take your garbage and in exchange for you leaving your garbage with them, they will give you something valuable. So let's talk about that. I got one verse from the Bible tonight because I want to make it simple and clear and time sensitive because Christmas is tomorrow and we're all excited and we've got ants in our pants. So here's one verse. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21. It says this, For our sake, he made him to be sin. Him who knew no sin became sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Kind of sounds a bit like a Dr. Seuss rhyme, doesn't it? Now I know what you're thinking. It's Christmas Eve we should be talking about the Christmas story. Like, why aren't we in Luke chapter two talking about angels and Mary and Joseph and the baby and the manger and the shepherds? Why are we talking about this first? Well, I'm really glad you asked that question. It's a good question. We should talk about that. You see, I think the whole Christmas story is wrapped up in this one verse right here. And it starts with those first three words. Four our sake. Let's just take a second. Think about that. Do you realize tonight, Christmas Eve 2023, that God is for you? That God's love is real and it's for you? That God cares for you? 
that God loves you and me for our sake. Do you realize that our world is broken and we have so much junk in our hearts, in our minds, in our world, in our society, in our schools, everywhere you can find it. Did you know that God loves you so much that he wasn't willing to leave you wallowing in your misery? He had to do something about it because he loves you that much? That's why we celebrate Christmas. Because God did something because he loved us so much, he sent Jesus Christ. That's why we celebrate Christmas. Look at the next few words of that verse. He made him to be sin who knew no sin. Now that's one of those lines you got to read four or five times before it really clicks in your mind. Let me explain it. God is perfect. He's holy. He's just. He's righteous. Christmas, we celebrate the birth of Jesus. God gave his one and only begotten son, Jesus. God loved us enough to step into our brokenness. From the perfection and the splendor and glory of heaven, God stepped down and became a man and stepped into our broken world. You see, because of all this brokenness and junk and garbage in our lives, we're separated from God because of all of the sin that's in our world and in our hearts. So God knew he had to do something. So instead of allowing us to try and figure out a way to get to God, God came to us. That's how much he loves us. And he who knew no sin became sin for us. Do you know what the next part of the verse says? It says, so that. So let's ask the question, why Christmas? Why celebrate the birth of a baby 2,000 years ago? Why talk about this story that we talk about every single year? Well, it's so that we can become the righteousness of God. Do you see, this is the great exchange. Jesus left the splendor of heaven. Think about this. He left the glory and the perfection of heaven to become one of us and step into our broken world. And he was born that night and placed into a manger because they were homeless. There was no room in the inn. They were visited by smelly shepherds. They were in the stable with animals. Baby Jesus was placed into a manger. Do you know what a manger is? A manger is an animal's food dish. Jesus was set into the food dish of these animals in this stable. That's how we received the perfect son of God. So why all of this? It's so that we can become the righteousness of God. Look, this isn't where the story ends. Jesus is born. He's placed in that manger. Jesus grows up. He lives a sinlessly perfect life. Never talked back to his parents never made a mistake only because he is the son of God. He's the perfect sinless son of God. And because he's perfect, he could pay the price for all of the garbage and junk in our lives on the cross of Calvary. Jesus paid the price for all of the brokenness and the garbage in our lives. That's the story of Christmas. Jesus willingly died as an innocent man, but not just man, as God. So what do we do with this story? 
The verse concludes with, so that we can become the righteousness of God. What does that mean? Here's what it means. It means in a moment of faith, in the sacrifice of Jesus, you can be made right with God. Aren't there so many things wrong in this world? So many things wrong in our hearts and in our lives, in our society? God wants to make it right. That's the whole redemption story. In a moment of faith in what Jesus has done for you, you can be made right with God. No more garbage separating you from him. A perfect relationship, peace with God, forgiveness, purpose, and hope. This is the greatest exchange the world has ever known. Listen, it's not a fairy tale. It's not a Dr. Seuss rhyme. This is the meaning of Christmas. God loves you so much so that he gave his one and only son so that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. So many get confused on how the gift works. Christmas time, we talk about gifts. Today, we're talking about gifts. We're talking about garbage. A gift, by definition, is something that you cannot earn. You can't pay for a gift. If you pay for it, then it's not a gift. And so many times we get this backwards. We think if we're going to have a relationship with God, if we're going to make things right in our life, well, then we better try hard, right? We better put on that smile. We better show up to a church service on Sundays. We better try not to swear. We better try to be good to the older people in our life. We better try, 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 try. Aren't you tired of trying? The reality of the gift that God is offering you is that you can't earn it. You can't try hard enough to get it. To receive a gift, you simply reach out and receive it. And you can receive this gift by faith. Here's the incredible thing about this verse. Probably up to this point, you've heard all these things about the Christmas story. If you're part of our church family, you've heard this time and time again. But here's the beauty of this verse. In order to receive the gift of God's love, do you know what the price is? Do you know what you have to do? You just simply have to release your grip on your garbage. Jesus has already paid the price for it. You see, whether you receive him, whether you reject him, he's already paid the price for it. So to receive God's gift of love this Christmas, you have to release your hold on the garbage in your life. He's already freed you from it. And you've got to take hold of his gift of love this Christmas. That's the great exchange. It's pretty opposite to our experience in this world, isn't it? Kids, what would you think if you woke up tomorrow morning, you ran down the stairs, you tore open your gifts, and inside was an old smelly pair of socks? Or last month's laundry that fell behind the washing machine? Or maybe the compost that was left under the cabinet? you probably wouldn't be happy, right? You see, we're taught to put our best foot forward, do our best, try harder, and then good things will come to us. But the reality of this gift exchange is we need to release our grip on the garbage in our life, and we need to embrace God's gift of love in a moment of faith. That's how this gift exchange works. That's how redemption works. The good news of Christmas is that Jesus came into a broken world 
He took all of our junk and our brokenness. He didn't hide from it. He didn't shy away from it. And he took it to the cross and he paid for it on his shoulders. He paid for your sin on the cross. The price has been paid and now he's offering you this gift that you can receive by faith. But it's not your gift until you take it. Do you get it? Treasure for trash. A gift for the garbage in our world and in our life and in our heart. This is an expensive month, isn't it? Christmas gifts cost more than ever, it seems. Here's what this is going to cost you. The gift, the deal that we're talking about tonight, is everything you've been longing for. All the places you've been trying to find peace and to fill that hole in your heart. And the price is the garbage. To release it and to receive God's gift by faith. I'm going to invite the band back up at this point, and we have one more song. But not until I say something else about garbage. Garbage is just trash, right? It's empty, it's been used, it's past date, it's expired, it's broken, it's neglected, it doesn't get used anymore. Do you ever feel like that? Do you ever feel broken? Do you ever feel worn out? You ever feel torn, exhausted? You know, the thing about garbage is it piles up really quick. And if you miss a garbage day and you open the shed and you keep throwing the garbage in, four weeks adds up to a lot of garbage. And pretty soon you lift that shed door, oof, it stinks, right? And the trash pickup schedule is always different around the holidays, so just keep that in mind. You don't want to miss it. Once we put our garbage into that shed and we close the door, we think out of sight, out of mind. Don't think about it, don't look at it, don't smell it, right? And sometimes we take that garbage can and we do one of these. And we shove the garbage down deep so that we can grab more garbage and we can just shove it in and keep shoving it in and keep shoving it in and keep shoving it in. Don't look at it, don't talk about it, don't think about it, don't smell it. The gift that God's offering you today is to be freed from that heaping mount of garbage that keeps building up in our minds with all the over information that we have these days, in our hearts with all the issues and brokenness in our world. God wants to free you from that. God wants to forgive you from that. God wants to replace that mess with his peace and his love this Christmas. The price has been paid. Jesus paid it on the cross. Now all we have to do is release our grip on the garbage and embrace his gift by faith. Would you stand with me? We're going to pray. We're going to sing Silent Night. And then we've got a candy cane for you and some handouts to remind you of some upcoming events and invite you back. But I want you to think about this. You probably know Silent Night. You can sing it with your eyes closed, so it's a good time to think. Think about this. Think about the garbage that you've had to deal with this year. Think about the garbage that invades your thoughts, that has crept into your heart, that you see in the world around you, the brokenness, the exhaustion. Think about this offer that God is making to you tonight. 
Maybe this is the first time that it's really clicking for you, that God is for you, that he loves you. He loves you so much that he just had to do something about the brokenness in your life. So he sent his son. That's why we celebrate Christmas. If you want to talk about how to receive the gift of God's love and forgiveness tonight, I would love to have that conversation with you. I'll be out at the door handing out candy canes. Pull me aside. Let's have a conversation. Let's pray now and we'll sing Silent Night. God, we thank you for the gift of your son this Christmas. Jesus, we praise you that you willingly came, you stepped into our broken world, and you gave it all on the cross to pay for the mess in our world and in our lives. God, thank you for your forgiveness through Jesus. Thank you for the great exchange that you take all of the terrible, vile things in our life and you replace it with your righteousness. That your banner over us is love and you place your cloak of righteousness upon us so that when you look at us, we are made right. God, we thank you so much. Thank you for this night. Thank you for Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen.